What's up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. You know, this is such an interesting time in history. You know, we've got a global pandemic that's killed, I don't know, hundreds upon thousands of people, millions of people across the globe. And the odd thing about it is it doesn't lead the news every night. You know what I mean? It's not the number one thing people are talking about. People are mad at Biden. Um, he said he was going to eradicate it, eradicate the, the pandemic, and he didn't. You know, there's still plenty of COVID. And I mean, it's just such a weird time to be alive. And then people are angry at Joe Rogan because he's, you know, expressing his opinions. And yes, he has a mighty platform. But why aren't we more focused on creating a society that trusts the news media and the government more than someone who lists their occupation as a comedian? Joe Rogan is a comedian. When you look up his information, that's how he describes himself. You know, so it's like, why why are people trusting comedians more than the news? So why don't you craft a news organization that inspires people to trust it? You know what I mean? Like, why isn't that more of an issue? And I'll be honest, I think news media is terrible. I had an opportunity to uh, major in journalism. I took journalism classes. And even way back then, though, I never anticipated that money would corrupt journalism to the point that it has. You know, people want clicks and likes, organizations want clicks and likes, and so they don't care um, to be bold or innovative or truthful. Sometimes the truth doesn't pay. You know, there are things, I mean, look at your local media. How many things are going on that your local media doesn't even cover? I know there have been crimes that have happened that people didn't even hear of. They didn't even know it happened. But I somehow knew it happened because it either happened close to where I live or like there was a reason why I knew about it. And it's like, man, this is insane. So, you know, I guess the best example for me was last year I interviewed with the local PBS station and I was excited about it until I realized uh, the person who had held the job that I wanted had held it for a long time and she had just been promoted and they weren't looking really to change the status quo. Like she just wanted to find some version of herself because we have a local political show that, I mean, these people are not even really knowledgeable about how things work, you know, politically. They don't know all the rules. They're kind of vague and abstract about how things should should function. Um, And they're all kind of older. And so my first pitch was like, oh, I want this job so I can change that show. Because, you know, if this is our political beacon uh, of a show, we're in trouble. Like, they're all older journalists. They don't really do the details. I don't even think they really read up on the issues anymore. And I wanted to change that show more than anything. And then, of course, I'm interviewing with the person who's allowed that show to stay that way. So I was like, oh, this job isn't for me. They didn't care about content. They want to talk about budget. And I was like, ugh, this is this is status quo, you know, and I'm I'm not what I would call a rebel or anything. But, you know, when I see something broken, I'd like to see it fixed. 
And, uh, you know, it's a great station. I love PBS. I watch a ton of PBS programming. But the local stuff, especially the political stuff, is just anemic and feckless, you know. And granted, I did spend enough time in D.C. to watch a ton of political, local political programming. So I know I'm biased, but if they're the representatives, no wonder our electorate is so ignorant about what's going on. And, you know, people don't read the news. Our newspaper doesn't cover half the stuff that's going on. I guess they have deals with the politicians or something because they don't really cover it. And it's you don't feel like you're getting an honest or accurate representation of what's going on in your city. And it's your money. It's your tax dollars. And then St. Louis has this weird setup where, you know, there's a city uh, government and a county government. And they're in close proximity to each other. And they don't work together unless they work together. It's weird. Like the airport is in the county but it's owned by the city. It's strange. And then you don't realize how goofy it is until you get a global pandemic, and then you've got the city making rules, and then the county's making rules, and then the surrounding areas are making their own rules. And it's like, but we're all one metropolitan area. So, you know, I two streets over, you're in the county in some areas. Two streets in, you're in the city in some areas. So it's like... This is a very bizarre way to try to run a city, you know, so I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get why we're mad at Joe Rogan and mad at Joe Biden. Listen, Joe Biden is old. He is old as dirt. And he was old when he was a vice president. And, uh, you know, I do. I think he's a smart man. Yeah, he's just an old man. And I don't know why the two-party political system keeps delivering these crappy candidates to choose from. But, you know, it would be nice if we could get someone younger, I don't know, between 40 and 60, uh, who is politically savvy, who wants to do what's best for the most people possible. Um, A fiscal conservative would be great. Uh, You know, I'm not a Republican, but I'm also not a liberal. I'm very much a moderate, and I will split my ticket for the right candidate. And I just wish we would start seeing the right candidates. Let's take a collective moment to to manifest that together. Ooh, please send us good political candidates, people who actually want to serve. Because I think the days of people being noble and entering politics are gone. Very few people, as evidenced by their actions, really want to serve. They're there to serve themselves. They're there to make the checks and take the photo ops and smile and appear as if they care about people, but really they're padding their own pockets. You see it every day. I don't know why anybody would want to be a politician. I wish that field would go away. I wish there was a more um, democratic and fair way to assess politicians because, you know, they put these slick ad campaigns together and people don't read. They just show up at the polls. Oh, that's the name I recognize. You know, these billionaires are just pouring money into their candidates' names, you know, and name recognition. Steep. 
And I just pray that that changes soon because it's killing us with COVID, with diabetes, <laughs> with, with um, you name it, violence. It, it's killing us. This unwillingness and uh, inability to admit that we've gotten it all wrong and that we need responsible, grown-up, emotionally mature people to take these serious, grown-up-ass jobs and help people. That's what the government exists for. To me, a federal government exists for COVID-19 and to have gotten it so wrong. And to be fair, I don't think Joe Biden or anybody who has rushed to get these vaccines out who rushed to try to get the health care out there, and then all these people pretend like, you know, uh, I don't want it. Not They're not even pretending. They just won't go get vaccinated. Um, that's not the government's fault. You know, I think the vaccine is, is the smart, scientific way. Do I blindly trust everything I read and hear? No. But I don't want to die from this. And a lot of people who are telling you, um, you know, it's your choice. Don't worry. Don't get vaccinated. A lot of them are vaccinated, FYI. You know that, right? Okay. So anyway, I'm looking forward to a weekend of good football. And, uh, you know, it doesn't sound like it, but I feel better than I felt all of January. <laughs> it's super cold, but, you know, life is good. God is good. And I am uh, on the recovery. I mean, I feel better. Then I felt, uh, like I said, since January started, that first blast of cold air locks my sinuses up tight, which has made me decide that in the future, I'm probably going to have to figure out how to not be in a climate like this for the winter. I'm, I'm about to be a snowbird. And it's like, yeah, see ya. Uh, not Florida, though, but somewhere warmer than this for for at least three or four months. This is not what's up. Uh, and I want to move to Toronto, but clearly not for the winter months <laughs> or never have to leave my uh, my spot, you know. So we'll see. You know me. I'm always trying to come up with something. But anyway, we need to build a society where people trust the media and get news and, have, you know, and, a, and an emotional intelligence bar. There was a time in history when you would turn on the news and watch Walter Cronkite and you trusted what he was saying and you felt like he was delivering you news that could could help you make good decisions. I don't think we have very much of that right now. I mean, it feels like everything in everybody is for sale. And I'm not cynical, but I'm cynical about that. So watch less TV read more news, get as many opinions and sources as you need, and make informed decisions. Because this is what you get when you get lax and when you get um, apathetic. You get a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing for real, and they just, you know, kind of lead us down this path of like, what? You know, the fact that Donald Trump was president at all kind of makes you think that we're in a really bizarre episode of Punked. And I'll tell you why I think that, like, like God has a sense of humor, because 
I know Vladimir Putin is a dangerous person, but his last name is Putin. Putin. And in America, you don't want to be around anybody who's Putin. So, (laughs) I mean, that's just like, really, God? Putin. That's the name. It's almost like we're just, we're not in on the joke or something. All right. That's it for me. I know that was low, bro. Sorry. All right. Have an amazing day. Be your best. Thank you so much for listening. If you're in St. Louis and you need a ride, check us out on Turo. Um, Yeah. Got two vehicles. Uh, The BMW just got back today and I got to get a small repair done on it. And then it'll be back out there for you. So get on out. Get on it. Check us out. Madlovepodcast.com. Uh, there's some articles posted. I haven't posted anything on the blog recently, but the stuff that's up there is good. And if you haven't looked at it, you should. All right. Have a great weekend. All right. Talk to you.